0: They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice, and and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it, and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this, and I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. Struggling with leads? We got you. Hey, I'm Donnie Bovine, the CEO of Success Champion Networking, best selling author and speaker. Hanging out with me is Kevin Snow, the sales automation tactician and genius. We teach business owners how to grow and scale through sales, networking, business development, and mindset. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how do you get more leads coming into your business. If you like this content, make sure you are subscribed. So, You know, this is a a fascinating thing, and I think we're going to have a fun kind of open conversation on this one. And Kevin and I didn't do a whole lot of like back and forth dialogue about how we wanted to approach this one. But I know for me, you know, just the idea of getting more leads for me came about, you know, early when I was selling commercial printing, struggling at sales and was looking for alternative ways to get business. That's how I found networking you know, then through several books and the likes, I learned how, you know, that you could do these things called cold calling, you know? And so for me, I was always in a position of trying to, one, get better at my craft at sales. So I was constantly trying to study sales and I found a lot of shit that didn't work, which is helpful, you know, but I think for me, the idea of leads almost became a fucking frustration because throughout my career, if I waited for leads to come in, my business tended to dry up before those leads actually came in. So this will be a fun conversation to talk about leads to not let my frustration of fucking go sell versus waiting for leads to come in. So I think this will be a, a lot of fun of how we balance the idea of let's pick that fight marketing should be supporting your sales sales should be building your company you know um and going through where do you stand on i think you stand pretty close to where i do on leads but but walk us through where you're at with leads
1: so leads are this thing that is salespeople it's, it's like our arch nemesis you're always trying to figure out how you Get more leads with less work so you can spend more time in front of the clients, you know, and it's, you know, uh, my answer to the question, where are the best way? what are the best ways to generate leads? You know, my answer is whatever works the best for you, whatever actually works for you. You know, I had people on my sales teams that loved knocking on doors, not a chance in hell that I was going to spend a ton of time doing that. I did it like twice. I'm like, this takes way too much time. I just spent three hours. I I was in 10 places in this building. I could have made 150 dials. I'm like, this is dumb. (laughs) And and So knocking on doors was not a thing for me that I like to do and it was not effective. So it's really key for people as you're trying to figure out what are the best ways to get leads. It's you're trying everything. And you're giving it an opportunity and saying, hey, does this work? Is this the best use of my time? Is this getting me what I need to fill my pipeline or do I need to do other stuff? And it, I, I think that's really key. I think there's a lot of business owners that we talk to that will
0: just out of hand say,
1: no, that won't work.
0: Yeah, I like that. Let's, because let's, that's me. You uh, know, uh, I'm very much, a uh, fuck it, we're not going to do that, you know, which <laughs> is a legitimate struggle. You know, I mean there's a lot of factors that play into that, but but let's go down the different types of leads there actually are the different ways that you can get leads and then you know talk through that. We know networking because we talk about it all the time. We know cold calling, we know door to door. What other ways are there to cause I like the door to door thing early on in my career. I wouldn't do it now. Because I'm like you, it's more proficient to do pick up the phone and call, or it's more proficient to go build a personal brand type of thing. But what are some of the other ways, especially if your your sales has not ever been like your full time thing, what are some ways people could realistically, you know, generate leads? Like for me, social media comes to mind for sure. Like yep. LinkedIn in particular. Yeah,
1: social media is huge. Uh doing your reach outs on LinkedIn getting in uh, groups in Facebook that actually have your target clients in them where you can position yourself as the expert uh, are huge. That's where I spend a lot of my time now when I need to do prospecting and, and business development stuff is in the Facebook groups, uh, dropping, a, you know, long ass knowledge bombs on people on how to do things better. So there, there's that,
0: uh, you know. I think there's, you know, if we think about what we do on stage is you got the text message programs from you on stages or yep. better said, maybe some sort of lead magnet where you put out something that people are like, Ooh, I want that information. Um, I don't know if lead magnets are working as well as they used to. Um, you have to be much more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for.
1: You, you can't just have this general, Hey, download this thing and get five tips to do something. It has to be right. much more focused on the content that you're putting out so that it's answering specific questions for your potential buyer. Uh, and under, so it's really important that you you understand what that buyer journey looks like so that you know exactly what questions they're answer- asking. You know, just, you know, five tips on how to build an email uh, list. Yeah, you're going to get people that download it but they're going to be at such a point in their buyer's journey that they're 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 not even ready to talk to you. And it's going to take a ton of time right. to nurture them and develop them to a the point where they're ready to talk to someone like me that does actual email marketing and automations. You know, they're just trying to figure out how they get someone to give them an email.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, a, a good way to kind of define leads overall is, you know, it's a hand raising activity. And what I mean by hand raising activity, it's something that you either put yourself out there, or information or content out there where somebody says, hey, I'm interested, want to learn more. So it's you're speaking on stage, guesting on a podcast, putting out an email, putting out social content, reaching out, you know, any activity that gets somebody to say, hey, I'm, I'm looking for a little bit more information or interested in your stuff. And so there's a shit ton of different things that you can be doing. I think that most people get overwhelmed with all the different activities. Like there's so many things that you can legitimately do to do a lot of leads and uh, get a lot of leads coming in. How did you ultimately narrow it down for you? to which leads you were going to, you were going to focus on for your, for your business.
1: Uh, all right. So how I do it may not work for everyone because again, hi, I'm the high C that likes lots of data and a, analyzing stuff. So uh, for me, I looked at a lot of different stuff. I looked at how much time it was taking me, you know, how many leads I was actually getting out of the process. I was looking at, you know, when I was doing paid stuff, how much was it costing me? What was my cost per lead? Uh, You know, when I was doing ads or I was doing display stuff or anything like that, uh, you know, direct mail is still an effective lead generation for a lot of industries, but there is a cost associated with it. Uh, So, you know, it it was I looked at a number of different things, but for me, it was really uh, because I was a, a small business owner where I was everything in the company. The the big one
0: for me was how much time was it taking me? What was my return? See, that's fascinating for me because I didn't give a shit. And what, what, what I mean by that was, I mean, not that I completely didn't give a shit about what the result of it were. I became the student of a craft. So, you know, every time I tried to, learn a lead gen activity if you will whether it was networking whether it was cold calling whether it was you know speaking on stages whatever else i tried to become a student of that craft and you know school never made sense to me right like like sitting in a classroom learning english history all that stuff it was always stupid i never fucking understood it and but you you Give me a challenge of how do I get good at cold calling? How do I get good at LinkedIn? How do I get good at networking or or speaking on stages? I will become a student of that craft because I really want to understand how to get good in that thing. So for me, it was almost picking a way to do it, and then work towards becoming the best at doing it. So like this year, I said, okay, LinkedIn's going to become a huge lead thing for me. And a lot of last year I spent in clubhouse rooms because we were still in COVID world, you know, learning and listening to a lot of LinkedIn people. But I was really looking for what are the tips, the tricks that people use to get a lot of people coming into, you know, their world and being more interested in what they do. And I think most people don't become a student of the craft. I mean, I I, I think about a gal that I spoke with last week and, you know, she sold commercial printing and I said, okay, cool. How are you finding new clients and things to go after? And your yawns are killing me today, kid. Uh, you know, and freaking, uh, she said that I'm doing it all through networking. And I asked her, I said, why are you only doing it through networking? And she goes, because that's what I was told to do. And I'm like, who told you to do that? And she goes, well, I didn't know what I was doing. So I started asking family friends and the likes, and they said, you build it all through networking. And I'm like, okay, well, there's more lead gen than just networking. And I said, you know, when have you ever picked up the phone and called a company and asked them who does their commercial printing? And she goes, you can do that? I'm (laughs) like, yeah. She's like, I didn't know you could call after big companies like that. And, you know, so for me, it, it was an indicator of somebody who did not study or maybe has never Googled. How do I grow a commercial printing you know, book of business? Because Well, and I think a lot of people are
1: going to make that suggestion, well, you do it through networking because they don't want a cold call. For and sure. And they especially if you're asking friends and family who aren't necessarily in the business world, their the whole idea of cold calling is is painful for them. You know, my my mom can't understand how i do what i do and how i've ever been successful in sales because of the things i have to do that she could never imagine herself doing so you know and it's it's interesting because as a salesperson your options for what you can do for lead gen are completely different than the options that are available for you as a business owner or someone that's higher up in a company as a salesperson you are stuck with cold calling door knocking social media uh networking and other in-person type stuff where you're getting to build your relationships, you're in front of people. As a business owner, we can now throw in, oh, I'm going to do pay-per, pay-per-click ads. I'm going to do Google. I'm going to do SEO. I'm going to do direct uh, mail. I'm going to do email lead magnet type stuff. Now, you can do that as a salesperson, but it's coming out of your pocket. Right. Unless you have a really cool boss that's like, hey, I want to try this stuff. Here's what it's going to cost. Give me some money. They're like, oh, sure. Let's test it out. We've never done it before. Those bosses do exist. So, but really, it, so for, you ha- when I was coming up through the sales, we didn't have social media. Right, right. So, you know, for me, it cool was, I, I had to either knock on doors or cold call or network. I determined really quickly that cold calling and knocking on doors was not a thing for me because it took too much time. Uh, I could do the co- the telemarketing, which was awesome. And I, for a while, I even tried letters and sending stuff out, but that was, that took way too much time uh, to facilitate. Then I discovered the networking thing. I was like, all right, so this I can actually build out people who pass me good referrals and I can do less
0: of the, of the uh, dialing. So, so f- I'm curious on, on, on that point, did you figure that out on your own? Or did somebody tell you those were your options? Um, I,
1: I think it was kind of a combination.
0: Hey, Donnie Bovine here, CEO of Success Champions Networking. And I just want to jump in really quick and tell you about the network. Success Champion Networking isn't for the beginning networker. It's for the business people that understand that building a successful relationships is a two-way street requiring commitment from both parties involved. Stop wasting time networking with people that don't understand how to leverage their network to generate quality referrals for you. If you're ready to network with business people that are tired of doing all the heavy lifting and want to build real partnerships that generate high revenue referrals, Visit one of our chapters today at successchampionnetworking.com and I look forward to seeing you there.
1: So, it was a lot of it was all right. So, asking other salespeople, all right. So, how do I get leads? How are you getting leads? What's working for you? And figuring out, you know, uh, one of the guys on my team, he loved going door to door. So, I tried that. Hmm. Uh, and that's where, you know, I, I went out with him a few times and we'd hit a business center and knock on doors. And it was like, all right, cool. Uh, So this is a thing I can do it
0: if I need to don't like it. Um, Well, and I think that's what fascinates me about it really is I don't think a lot of people have asked other people how to sell more of what they sell. I mean, like I go back to this commercial printing gal. I wonder if she's ever talked to somebody else who sells commercial printing and says, Hey, how do you get a bigger book of business? Because I don't know about you. I mean, when when I first really got into sales, I was notorious for going up to the biggest dog in the country or in the company going, how the hell did you get here? What'd you do? And I learned a lot of my strategies and tactics by asking questions of the people who had always accomplished it. And I think for a lot of people, they're not asking, you know, their counterparts, because, well, I mean, hell, we all grew up in a world where you don't talk to your competition. But for me, shit, that that competition may have vital information that I need, and so if that's the only person I got to talk to, by God, I'm going to talk to them.
1: Yeah, you know, I was when I was at Nextel. We had three sales teams in the small business market, uh, and each team had like ten people. So, yeah, they were competition, but we still work for the same company. And on your team, you still wanted to be on the top team. So there was still that, that camaraderie piece where you wanted the other salespeople on your team to succeed because you wanted to be the top team. You wanted your team to be number one. So there was, you know, going up and asking them. There was never any stigma about that. That right. oh, you can't talk to your competition. It's like, hey, I, I'm going to talk to Chad. He's he's on my team. He you know, and he would come and ask me questions. So that was never that the whole competition thing wasn't a thing for us. Now would I go up and ask a Verizon rep <laughs> how they were getting business? Probably not. No, I would not have that conversation. Uh, I mean, mostly if I were because honest, at that time I was.
0: I mean, yeah. I'd say at that, I mean, if I were completely honest, going up in commercial printing, I definitely wouldn't have went to another commercial printer and asked questions. You if I was a solopreneur, maybe,
1: you know. But I think it's also different than when you get on to the business owner level. So if you own the commercial printing company, you know, going up and talking to another commercial printer owner is completely different because they are probably at a different stage of development. And there is that ability to have that peer to peer discussion where you're not looked at each other as, hey, you're taking food off my plate. Right. You know, a salesperson to salesperson, hunter to hunter conversation is completely different because why would I help you sell more stuff? You work for my competitor. And if I help you now, you might sell account that I'm in.
0: Yep, no, I get that. I get that. that makes total sense because I think, yeah, none of the other commercial, even though I knew a lot of the other commercial printing sales guys, they wouldn't give me, you know, the time of day to have a a conversation around that. Mainly because I kicked a lot of their asses, but that's a different story. But, you know, the, but, but I, I agree from a business owner standpoint, if you, because it's like last week I talked to this gal and you know she's stepping on a stage, getting paid $125,000 for this stage. And I, like I would do with anybody, I sit across from. I'm like, "How long have you been working to be able to get on that stage?" Which is always my fun first question because I want them to be proud of what they've done. Because I'm fixing to ask my second question. And I want to butter them up a little bit too. Because <laughs> my second question is, "How the fuck did you get on that goddamn stage?" You know, but that's my natural student of understanding this stuff is I learn by actually doing the thing. So I'm always going to be curious. And if I'm not where I'm at, somebody's got that information. And although I'm not very coachable in nature, uh, which I know, I will get things through osmosis and application. So if you tell me what you do, I'll wrap my head around, then I'll go do it. And then I may come back for more questions, but I think a lot of people just aren't out asking of their peers, of their whether it's the people in their company or if they're a solopreneur running their own business, the other people. I mean, even if they're not in their industry, I, I think there'd be a ton of value in people asking other people how are they getting business. And if somebody ever tells you that the only thing they're doing is is networking, they're broke. Most times, not all the time, but most times. Yeah, I I think having those
1: conversations are really key. And that's why we always, when we're working with other business owners, talking about, hey, you need to have a coach. You need to have some sort of mastermind group that's supporting you. So that you have those people surrounding you that you can ask questions of. It's really hard to grow and run a successful business when you're alone on an island.
0: Yeah, agreed. And you
1: don't have people that you can talk to. So, you know, you got to be having conversations with other people about, hey, how are you growing your business? Where are you getting leads? How are you finding clients? What are you doing? You know, are you doing, you know, for B2B? Are you doing lunch and learns where you're bringing in business owners to talk about things that are going on in the industry? Are you doing workshops? Are you going to trade shows? Are you uh, are you sponsoring industry events? You know, finding out what works and where your people are at is really key. And, you know, for me, it's really important to have that understanding when I'm working with a client is, all right, so where do your clients hang out at? Because you can spend a ton of money on things that don't do anything for you. Absolutely. If if you don't understand how your, your clients are actually interacting with the world
0: yeah so i think the biggest thing for this guys is you know one get curious about lead generation you know uh, get dual focus pick one or two things that you can really really get good at and then become a student of those things like so if you want linkedin to be your thing become the best on linkedin if you want cold calling to be your thing, become the best cold caller in your industry. But uh, three, get around people that you can ask questions of and get support from, whether it's peer groups, whether it's mastermind groups, networking groups, whatever. You know, get around people that can help you You know, figure these things out. But my biggest thing for any sort of lead generation or even getting better in life is asking the people that are already doing it. Ask the people that have already accomplished what you want to accomplish and and don't come at them from like this selfish manner come and have a real conversation and go and, and oftentimes if you're up front and say look i really just don't know they're gonna be more empathetic to to give you the information versus the idea of hey can i pick your brain which just pisses everybody off but you know if you come and have real conversations you'll do really well so
1: that's That's one of the really cool things about the summit that we throw in September every year is we have, you know, we get 150 people in the room. They're all business owners or in some sort of business development role, and they're all there helping each other and answering questions for each other. They're all talking about how to grow their business and things they want to do and how to get there. And there's going to be a ton of business that gets done between the people that attend this event. Uh, and it's all because they get in and have real conversations with each other and figure out, I, I can help you do that. And, and people are like, sweet, how, how, what, what do we do next? And so getting out in front of other people is is key. And, and really having those conversations is, is gonna do so much more to grow your business than just jumping on a phone and making, making dials.
0: Yeah, agreed. It's awesome. It's one of my favorite things we do every year. So, well, as always, guys, if you got any tips, tricks, any value out of this episode, please make sure you're subscribed, uh, leave us a review, and share this out with uh, anybody that you know would get any sort of value from it. It means the world to us. Love you, mean it. See you. Bye. Go to successchampionnetworking.com, go visit one of our peer groups, and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us at Success Champions.